Yep, it's happening. Well, tomorrow is Thursday, which means tomorrow is exactly seven weeks since we last recorded. Tomorrow is Thursday? Oh, no, tomorrow's Wednesday. Shit. Wait, no, no wait. today is Wednesday. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I was literally asking because I, I really didn't know. Well, you're asking someone who like cannot keep the days straight, so yeah. What? Well, what? What's bothering you? Like, why? Why can't you keep the days straight? What's on your mind? You know, a lot's happened since the last time we podcasted. Right after I said our my goodbyes, <laughs> the midwife walked in and was like, "So, I think you should have this baby today." And I was like, today? She's like, yeah, why not? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, I'm not ready. And so we had to like talk it through. And then I had to call Daniel. And Daniel was like, today? And I was like, I like yeah, how she just said, she, why not? Because it's, it's not her body. Yeah. She was like, we are 39 weeks. Like, you know, what's the point in waiting any longer? Which she made a good point. And then when I called Daniel, he was like, but I don't understand. Like, why does it have to happen today? Can it happen tomorrow? And then I was really annoyed because I was like, Daniel, this baby needs to come out of my body. Which in the background. Um, but then we ended up spending the whole, like, I don't know. We probably recorded around three in the afternoon, maybe, maybe early. I don't remember what time we recorded. But, anyways, we ended up staying like the whole day in the women's waiting area. And then turns out that they didn't have enough rooms. So we had to go home, <laughs> which actually worked out really well. But um, we went home and had the baby the next day. So that last episode talking that last episode should win an Emmy <laughs> it induced it induced labor <laughs> uh, I can't really say it induced labor but it, I, was, it is special to have like those final moments right before having a baby it's a kind of cool experience and he can be embarrassed when he gets in high school seriously there's, yeah, I mean, it. I listened back on it, and it was just kind of fun to remember all the stuff. Did you start crying? Because you do forget. No, actually, I didn't. I'm really that not that emotional of a postpartum mom. I'm an angry postpartum mom, which I did say in our last episode, like, I knew was going to happen. I get this man hate. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely happened. It came. It's. I've been dealing with it. I'm working through it. Mm. But it's hot. Like I have realized that a lot of it comes from, um, you know, you go through a lot in pregnancy and then labor and then 
which I ended up having a C-section. So it was like a lot in a very different type of way than I even expected. Mm. Um, and then you, and then it's not like your men can like do that much feeding unless you go straight to formula. I don't know. Mm. There's just not a lot that men can do to really help out. And even when you have the most helpful man, I don't, can you hear him breathing in the background? I just picked him up. No, that's cool. It's good for ratings. (laughs) (laughs) He's a little snotty, so he's especially loud right now. I'll try and see if I can get him to quiet down. Um, (laughs) But anyways, it's just men, like there's no way a man can understand completely what you go through so it's just it's hard mm. but it's all good i can understand that well no i can't I'm understand gonna... that but i i can you can understand <laughs> that you don't understand exactly yeah and nor do i want to yeah which is the first step in helping the situation acknowledging mm-hmm. the fact that you don't understand i think that's mm-hmm. huge yeah. But anyways, so yeah, we had the baby the next day after recording. I went home, Yay. had a good night's sleep. I um I took a long bath and really relaxed. I was like, this is the last night to myself in a long time. I <laughs> blow dried my hair because I was like, I'm gonna look cute having this baby. That's the spirit. Yeah, <laughs> we went in the next morning. It was all like really fun. I got my IV. We started the drugs. Nothing was hurting. I was like, this time's going to be different. It's going to be so good because my only, <laughs> my only like plan, you know how people go in with like birth plans. My only plan was just medicate me however much possible so that I don't feel pain. <laughs> that was like all I told them. It's like all I really care about is getting as much medication as possible to make this as enjoyable as possible. So Ugh. I like watched some friends episodes, took a little nap. Sabrina was there. I think she started to get bored. So she was like, why don't we do some yoga and stretch it out? And so Sabrina the the teenage witch? Yeah, Sabrina is Sabrina's my doula. She's my Oh, your sister, Sabrina. Oh, I thought you meant like the witch. Okay, your sister. Oh, no, no. No, no. Uh, that would that would have been awesome. Okay, got it. Yeah. Sabrina the non-teenage <laughs> doula. Um but so I had like a few nights before I had him, I came across this like kind of hippie woman who it's called um spinning babies and it's all about like these moves you can do to help get your baby in the right position and i watched it at like 2 30 a.m when i couldn't sleep um pregnant (laughs) because hormonal insomnia is real and um so sabrina's like let's do some yoga so i was like okay well i just watched this video so i could pull up some of these like moves she says to do So we're doing them and it's things like partner stretching. So I'm not even going to try and describe it, but one of them, the pregnant woman is 
on the ground, you're like on your hands and knees and you take a blanket underneath your belly and the person holds the blanket above your belly. Like, so basically it's holding your belly and then they kind of sift the blanket like up and down. So it kind of pulls on your belly up and down. Does that make sense? Did I describe that well? Yeah. I don't know how it helps. Imagine a towel wrapped around someone's belly and you're holding it above them. Well, because it kind of like lifts the belly. I didn't think it did help, but so Sabrina did that to me. And then Mm. I stood up and all of a sudden my water started breaking. Or I just started peeing on myself, but I think it was my water breaking. And um, Both equally disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I would enjoy that. But so... (laughs) All of a sudden, it goes from zero to 60. I'm, like, smiling, having the best time. And then, like, literally five minutes later, I'm like, okay, it's hurting. Okay, I don't like this. It's hurting. And I'm breathing through things. And that's when I forget. Did I talk about on the podcast how I gotten in a car accident two weeks earlier? Uh, Did I tell you that? I told you that. No, no, that was in real life, but not on the show. Well, I don't think I don't think think I did either. Two weeks before having this baby, I was driving to work and T-boned and hit on the rear passenger side. It spun my car 180 degrees and it was terrifying. But I thank God walked out okay, and the baby was okay. We had to go to the hospital Mm. and be monitored for the day. But like overall, everything worked out. So, literally, that was two weeks before I had him. My car was taken to um, a collision shop, and we were we were waiting to find out if it was totaled or not. So I'm my water has broken in the hospital. I'm breathing through contractions. They're starting to get worse, and all of a sudden, I get a text message: "Hey, Colette, this is whatever her name was from." Bloody blah collision. Just wanted to let you know your car's totaled. You can come get your stuff whenever you have time. And I was like, I texted back. Thanks for letting me know. I'm currently in labor. Actually waiting on an epidural. Please pass on to the insurance company. It'll be a few days. Thanks. <laughs> like, I wish Pat. I could make that story up, but that is a real story that actually happened. That's like fucking curve the enthusiasm episode. Like right? it, it it sounds so crazy. Yes. But it is real. Doing and yoga, she... inducing labor. Oh, by the way, you don't have a car. <laughs> Your car's total. Cool. Sorry. Thank you. So <laughs> and then she texted back, Oh wow, congratulations. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. Then I got my sweet epidural, which are amazing, amazing things, but something was weird and he like moved into position where I think he was hitting a nerve. And every time I had a Mm. contraction, I had this like, it felt like someone was taking a bat and hitting the bones all in my like sacrum. And then it was shooting pain down the back of my legs. It was terrible. Um, and the epidural did not help. And, um, so then we called the anesthesiologist. He came, 
And I don't know why anesthesiologists have to be a-holes like almost all the time. <laughs> but he's like, okay, first baby or second baby? And I'm like, second baby. <laughs> like, don't even with that shit. <laughs> so is it pressure or is it pain? I'm like, it's both, you jackass. Like, just give me some medicine. <laughs> then as he's giving me the medicine, he's asking, am I having a boy or a girl? And I'm like, it's a boy, second boy. And he's like, he starts talking about how I'm lucky because girls are just really difficult and mean to each other. And I was like, okay, mm. cool. Like, just give me the medicine. Sabrina said that she had to walk out of the room because he was pissing her off so much. <laughs> like, he was just, the things he was saying um, were just, I don't even remember all of them. I just remember him talking about how girls are a lot harder than boys because they're mean to each other. And then what? he. <laughs> Why now? <laughs> I don't. I why, he why tell me that now? Has his own issues going on at home, and so it really it didn't help the pain. It was weird. Like it did not relieve the pain I was having. And then um, Noah started having heart decelerations, and he like things were getting a little bit sketchy. And the OB had come in and she was like, I think you're going to have to go for a C-section. And I was so, I was like, whatever, take me now because I'm hurting so bad. And then he had one more heart decel and she was like, yep, we're going to the OR. The next thing you know, like being put on that table and I'm the same anesthesiologist who I'd just seen 10 minutes before. And I'm like, great, this guy. And like, <laughs> All I want is to make sure that I'm really comfortable like I don't want to feel this and he's like yeah 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 got it and then <laughs> they it was all very fast like they started it super fast as if they think there's something wrong they're like cutting into you within a few minutes it's insane um Daniel mm. almost missed it he was packing the room up that we had been in and the nurse came running in and she was like dad hurry up <laughs> um but so Daniel comes in, they show us the baby, which was like very emotional. So I start crying and I'm using my right hand to wipe my tears, which happened to be the hand that my IV was in. And I, the anesthesiologist apparently was getting really annoyed with me because he was afraid I was going to like rip out the IV. So I'm pretty sure he purposefully knocked me out because he gave me a huge dose of something, probably Versed or something. And I was out cold for the rest of the delivery, like to the point where I was snoring, couldn't wake up for six hours. I was like in this daze. Uh, and that was and then my my blood pressure bottomed out. So that was really fun. Daniel at one point was like, it was in the 60s over 30s. So good times. This Sounds like one of the worst pregnancy stories ever. You were supposed you know to start what? this episode off and it was going to be upbeat and happy. No, this but was, it was so sad. It was no. Okay. I had a healthy baby. The C-section, oh, yeah. the recovery of my C-section has been so great and easy compared to what I went through with Leo. And honestly, like it's probably because it was my second baby, but 
it was a little scary, but also it, having a C-section is not that bad. And I look forward to one more child where I actually go in and have a planned C-section and get that picture that like people get where you look so cute and you're smiling you know, <laughs> you're, and you're like, oh, our stuff and you just saw your baby. Didn't get that because I was passed out, but I look forward to my future where I will get that. And I'm not scared of having a C-section anymore. So this is actually a happy story for anyone who has to have a C-section and is nervous mm. about it. My sister and my niece both had one of those. Yeah. Obviously, How I wasn't there. Do? I don't. Uh, it wasn't a great story. Their blood pressure dropped too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have a cute picture. <laughs> I yeah. Think, yeah. I think it was, it was a bit painful. Yeah. I'm realizing mm. that most people probably don't get that cute picture, but. Some people do, and I will get it next time. Third time, <laughs> the third time oh. is going to be the time where it's the labor that I've didn't know I wanted, but mm-hmm. that I actually wanted. You're gonna keep trying until you get a princess, aren't you? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> but we're gonna give it one more time. <laughs> we're giving it one more time because Daniel and I couldn't agree on a name, and. Literally, he was calling this baby Jack, and I was calling him Noah the whole time in the hospital. And the social security lady comes in, and she's like, okay, what's it going to be? And (laughs) we still didn't know. And she was like, if you want to go home, you have to pick. Um, And so then, ow, and finally... Um, you can't leave the hospital until you name it. So you can, but it makes it it it's way more complicated when you leave without a name. You have to like go to the social security office and do all this stuff, which I did not want to do, especially since I didn't have a car to do it in. (laughs) That's a nice callback. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well so then oh. i'll stop talking about all this you know postpartum stuff in a second but my one of my most proud moments over the last seven weeks is that so we needed to find a car which this is the absolute worst time to buy a car like there's never been a worse time there no one has any cars like no dealerships have new cars Um, So you basically have to order a new car and get it three months later. And used cars are all going for like $10,000 more than they actually are worth. Really? Um, Oh, yeah. Because there's just so few cars. It's crazy. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. If you see a car and you want to buy it, you like have to buy, you have to pay full price and you have to buy it like right then and there. You can't be like, I'm going to think about this for a while because someone else will come in and buy it. I didn't so, know it was that difficult getting a car. I knew houses were rough, but I didn't oh know about God, the car it's thing. It's awful right now. It's because Damn. of the chip shortage. And then yeah. I think part of it too is like because during COVID, a bunch of 
rental companies like basically sold off a ton of their cars and now they all need cars. I don't know. For whatever reason, there's a ton of people who need cars and there's no cars. I think the main thing is the chip shortage. You just that I knew can't about. buy a new car very easily. Because all new cars are pretty much computers on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. So huh. we we actually had to go car shopping like several times because we really, I mean, we went car shopping one time before I had Noah and um, and it almost put me into labor. So then that was the week, <laughs> the week before I had him. So Damn. We re- I know. We really, I got too dehydrated. We didn't have a great idea of, of what cars we wanted. So there was, my dad was in town after, like a week after he was born. And my dad's a good person to go car shopping with. And so I go with my dad and then Daniel meets us and I have to pump like you, your boobs are going to explode if you do not, you know, do something about it every three hours. And I was like, sorry, I need a pump. And I set myself up. I mean, I had a cover on so you couldn't see what was going on, but I set myself up and the guy, the car dealer, he, he was from Spain. He was like, it's okay. The women in my country, they just feed their babies on the street. And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> and I test drove a car <laughs> while pumping. It was like, we're driving this car and in the background you hear, er, 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 which anyone who's pumped knows that's it's the sound just, of a pump. This is it's a fucking like sitcom. A yeah, <laughs> it really has been. Why didn't you get yeah. video footage of any of this? This is hilarious. I, I regret not taking a picture <laughs> test driving a car while pumping. <laughs> but I'm really proud of myself for doing it because, you know, I also, I've gotten so comfortable doing it that I was, I love pumping in the car because you're like, you know, getting something done while driving mm-hmm. and it's safe. Mm-hmm great use of time hmm. so i pull up to the lows because i oh because i needed a freezer for all this damn milk and um i'm like okay do i go into lows with my pump on or do i take it off but that's how like hmm. comfortable i've gotten with this stupid thing where i was thinking about going into just a public store i mean i'm sure most people wouldn't really notice it just looks like i have like massive boobs I'm like I'm uh, weirdly shaped. Well, that would probably have gotten you a discount on the freezer. I'm gonna ask something and I'm gonna regret it. Is the pump portable? Like can you walk around with it? So great question, Will. <laughs> it, 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 I don't know. <laughs> and the thing is, is like when I had Leo, this is how much pumps have changed in the last few years. When I had Leo my pump you had to be plugged in and it was annoying because you like couldn't do anything and i did have a hands-free one but it wasn't very good and now the pumps are pretty much all hands-free where it's like it's this tiny little thing it's about the size of a cell phone and you wear it around your neck and but the thing is you like have to hook these big plastic things up to your boobs 
Um, so that's why your boobs look very weirdly shaped. You basically look like you have large, long, like my boobs are very large and they go down to my belly button kind of look. You know that yeah, like give... older women <laughs> who have big boobs that they just rest their hands on because it's like a shelf. Yeah, you know I, I've, I've, of course, I, I've seen them. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it almost looks like that, except a little bit more um, bumpy underneath the shirt. Hmm. But yeah, so you, I just walk around all the time pumping. I right. did not know that. I thought it had to be hooked up to like an outlet or something. It did a few years ago. And my poor mom, she had to freaking hand pump, which means like she had to squeeze something to get the milk out. Talk about like yeah. getting carpal tunnel. Ugh. This is, I'm about to barf. <laughs> we've, come, we've come a long way and I'm sure that we're moving to a better direction. Well, you know, that reminds me of, I guess I could tie this into like, what is, you know, how technology has helped men. Um, a while ago, you know, when I played games online, I had to hook it up to like a core into the modem. But now, like I can Wi-Fi my PlayStation. It, my modem's in a whole wow. nother room. Yeah. No so, way. yeah, we're moving forward for everybody. That and is- that is the closest correlation i can give you to what you just said i mean if that's not an important thing in life then <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what is we're both we, yeah, we're we both moving forward on video games so you know <laughs> nothing like video games and and, and, a, and an ipa oh okay i thought oh you meant for you yeah well <laughs> playstation and ipa is that's a Fun Friday night for a loser. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't no, I'm fine. I just tried to turn the camera on. <laughs> um, well, so what is going on in your life, Will? I just uh, completely hogged. Well, no. Time. No, that's, you know, you, you gave birth to a kid. That's pretty important. Uh, I just made an album. Nice, that's (laughs) awesome. What's it called? And that's really it. Old ass rapper. (laughs) Wait, really? Is that really what you named it? That's that's what I'm gonna name it. Yeah, old ass rapper. Because this is it. This is the last time I'm gonna do music. But why? Well, I mean, because I'm an old ass rapper, and I'm just I don't wanna do it anymore. Oh, okay. So, because you don't want this is it, it anymore, right? I could still do it. I mean, I did like twenty songs in three or four days, so I could still do it. I just don't want to anymore because I'm not rich. But what are your songs about? This. Why does being rich one, matter? <laughs> well, because I, I just I, I should be rich from the talent is what I'm saying. I failed. Oh. I don't. Yeah. This one is a. Uh, it's probably it's real personal. Like everything on it is for the most part true and actual stories. So I'm really proud of it. I listen to it in its entirety. And I hate the sound of my voice. I don't listen to any of my music, but I listen to this one repeatedly. Well, that's cool. 
So yeah. when you make a rap album, do you write out the rap first? Like, do you, is it almost like poetry where you write what you're? Mm-mm. No, I have to hear a beat work. first. Okay, for so what is different for everybody. And... I hear the beat and then I find a melody or a flow and then I mumble and then I put words where the mumbles were. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. You hear a beat and you think about what you're going to talk about. And then you just start writing. Or, you know, sometimes you write, sometimes you don't. Half of these songs I didn't write. I just start rapping. Oh, really? Like you just, you heard the beat or you like created a beat, created a melody, mm-hmm. and then just started mm-hmm. kind of like talking off the top of your head, but in a rap, like. Yes. I was just telling a story. It was just rhyming. Like a lot of the stories about my life, I was just telling them, but it was just ending in rhymes. But it was easy because it was all true. Uh, My Head, or I guess Misfire is the name of the song. It's about a. Misfire is a much better name than My Head. Well, no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's. (laughs) My Head was is one of the titles because it was a oh it's about a suicide attempt oh no 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 it wasn't no it's not sexual at all it was a suicide attempt and i i talk about it okay that is deep yeah yeah well yeah that's what i'm saying but it was it was easy to talk about now because it's been years mm-hmm. and it was therapeutic in a way once i finished it and heard it and i was like oh okay yeah I so that's probably the yeah, it's not really a club record. You're not going to dance to it. But <laughs> it was it was nice to get off my chest. Well, that's good. And that's it. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm just in the process of getting it mixed and making it sound better. So who does that then? A friend of mine, KJ. He's an engineer. He does the that's mixing and mastering. Because I, I haven't mastered that yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, it sounds like you may not master it if you're going to give it up. (laughs) Yeah, no, probably not. So this will be the last time. But I'm happy with it. Just waiting on all that to get done. And it'll be on Apple Music in no time. People, don't worry. I will talk Mm. about it. (laughs) Good, good, good. I look forward to being able to listen to it. Are you going to perform live again? Remember when you did that all those years ago? I do, and I remember... Yeah, and that I'm still friends with everybody that showed up because that meant a lot to me. Um, yeah, it was fun. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really see that happen. Well, I'm, I never say never. If it comes up, I will perform. Never again, but... say never. Isn't that a Justin Bieber song? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because I was gonna, I was gonna sing that after I said it, but then you did it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm there for. Bieber lives in all of us. Uh, I don't think have you seen the Chappelle thing it's god it's been a while a lot has happened no I don't think so oh you didn't see oh you didn't see his the stand oh his stand up when he got in trouble who Chappelle or Justin Bieber oh no Dave Chappelle he did a stand up I think it was probably like two weeks after you well you were probably raising a child so maybe you didn't but he did a stand up called the closer 
Uh-huh, keep going. This is sounding familiar. Almost like I had a dream about it, but maybe it was actually real life. <laughs> <laughs> he did he did a stand-up called The Closer, and he uh, was not attacking, but making fun of the transgender community, and he got in trouble, and he's and... being canceled, I guess. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I mean... 20, it's almost 2022. Time to not hate on people. I don't like, know if it's, it's so much hating. Else. Well, yeah. I think he's just... I don't... I don't the cancer... Cancer. Ugh, excuse me. Cancel culture mm. thing. It's just rubbing everybody the wrong. Even Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. Like, everybody's oh. just... Uh-oh. Aaron Rodgers is <laughs> idiot. He's an incredible he's quarterback. Dumb. Go on. <laughs> but he's so dumb. Like I said, I was shocked. He was immunized or something, and he had just gotten mm-hmm. instead of taking the vaccine that's like extremely well researched, he took the freaking drug that deworms horses. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. How does that make any sense? I don't get it. I do not get it. Well, Joe Rogan did it, so. Right. That's it. Right. We talked. That was about the research. That. He co- he called Joe Rogan. I told you Joe Rogan is. Uh, I don't know who to compare him to, but he's like a really big deal with uh, heterosexual white males in this country. They love Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. They live and die by what he says. He's very okay. important. I feel like heterosexual <laughs> white males. It there needs to be more than that because I know a lot of heterosexual white males that probably would disagree with that statement well i mean that's his biggest fan base like his his biggest audience is that group yeah but like conservative ones i'm saying we need another adjective well i mean up until last week aaron Rodgers was uh what's the what's not conservative who knows Uh, what he was well no he was he used to talk what is it? If you're not conservative, you're what? Liberal. <laughs> why did that why did it take so long for me to think of? Aaron Rodgers was thought to be a liberal <laughs> up until last week. So I just think Joe Rogan, he's just he's on both sides, actually. Wait, but who says that um Aaron Rodgers was liberal? Or had liberal? I mean, just some of the stuff just some of the stuff he was saying before this is what hmm. made me Okay, got think. it that he was i mean yeah completely going off of a very reliable source aka the women that he's dated i would think that he's more liberal than conservative <laughs> that's all i really know about him reliable source the women what i don't know anybody other than olivia munn, munn. Mm. yeah and then he's dating i'm pretty sure he's dating um Oh shoot! Who's that actress? What is she? I doing? yeah, I know her face. She was in Big Little Liars or something. Yes, 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 yeah. I don't remember her name, but I, I know yeah. her face. I mean, I would think that that girl's probably pretty. Who knows? Who knows what people are these days? But it's a good anyways, point. Yeah, it's a weird story. I just didn't see him being the person that would die on this hill like of all the quarterbacks in the league brady i thought brady i'm not gonna lie to you i thought this would happen to brady oh but, yeah um, for sure but I, I just 
I didn't think Aaron Rodgers would be this stupid. <laughs> What's with his really long, ugly hair? It's kind of cool, man. I'm not going to lie. It's cool like looking. It. Oh, okay. No, no. He looks homeless. <laughs> I like, know, but mm. he's, he makes 40, 40 million a year. So we know he's not. That's why it's cool, man. Oh, he didn't care. Me sick. How much those people make? <laughs> so ridiculous. Well, they're the most important well, person on well. the football field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. They mm-hmm. um. So you made an album. Mm-hmm. Get back to what's going on in your life slash what you've been up to these last seven that's weeks. That's literally. <laughs> that's literally it. Um, I wish I I wish I had more. (laughs) Oh, I'm doing more to report. I really wish I had more going on because you gave me so much. But that is literally all I've got going on. (laughs) I don't I don't have a kid on the way. (laughs) I don't have a kid. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's it. Just music and the PlayStation. Planting some grass like I'm. It's not a lot going on on this side. You know what? There's Sorry, so guys. <laughs> There's so much going on on my side. I can't even like really keep things straight. So it's all, we mm-hmm. need balance. It is balance. I I I need as few things going on as possible because my brain moves too much as it is. So the fewer things, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you the one thing that's been going on in the news that, like, I really haven't been paying attention to the news, except um, I know that with the bill that has been trying to get passed, family um, bill back paid better? time off. Yeah, paid time off has been, like, a big discussion for um, maternity leave and, like, fam- just family leave in general for Um, Mm -hmm. after having a baby and it's been like a personal I've taken it very personally when I read these things of these men who think that you know there's no get back to work (laughs) yeah there's no point in supporting women after having children it literally like I can't even tell you how angry it makes me and (laughs) I'll be up at like 3 a.m feeding him just like blood boiling, cursing these damn men. And then I've had all these revelations about how women's health and really supporting women in these, especially first several weeks of having a baby, I really think mm-hmm. is the key to supporting society. You want to hear why? Obviously. <laughs> Because I was going to tell you anyway. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) So there are so many reasons to just get really lost in this time, in this period. You're super hormonal. You don't sleep. You are responsible for another human being. And it's very overwhelming. And that's like if Mm. things are going well. And a lot of times things don't necessarily always are, you know, go well. Like, for example, I've had a lot of issues feeding Noah, but because I am extremely 
fortunate, I was able to get, I have good insurance. So I was able to meet with a lactation consultant who like helped kind of identify what was going on and then referred me to an occupational therapist and I can pay out of pocket. It's not cheap, but like, I'm very fortunate that I can do these things, but so many women can't. Um, mm. And so many people like don't even have the knowledge that something may be wrong. They may just think like, this is what it means to have a baby. You just have like, you know, a very unhappy screaming child. It's just easy to get like really down and really hopeless. And then you don't feel like you're doing a good job and you withdraw from your child and then it just continues on. And I feel like all these women who are um, especially don't have like the education or the resources, they're probably dealing with all sorts of issues in the first few months that ends up impacting the entire child's life. Hmm. Interesting, right? Hmm. Like think that about all these. I never thought about it. Yeah, all, I didn't either until this situation. But all the women out there who like are not good mothers because there's just really very little um like assistance like, yeah and they're not good mothers because they it's like their coping mechanism is to withdraw because it's the only way you can like mentally cope with the fact that you feel like you're failing even though what you really just need is support mm. so now i'm on this big kick about how women's health could really improve like i feel like if um, postpartum care were better and women received support I bet you like I'm willing to put money on it that we would see um, lower socioeconomic kids do like much better in school and just all these things because of it that's my that's my hypothesis. So what color suit are you going to wear to Congress when you bring, <laughs> <laughs> just out of curiosity, I was paint? thinking lavender. Well, <laughs> that may not go over well with the message. You might want to Hillary it out and be a little bit more subdued. <laughs> but that, that, I did not expect it to get this deep. But that is that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've I've had like some deep, deep um, thoughts over the last seven weeks of, you know, hmm. it's it is a interesting time. There's a lot of thoughts that go through your mind, and luckily, I've so are they pushing? To... Are they pushing against it? Because I'm not really watching the news at all. Because I'm. I'm not yeah, a big fan of Biden so, right now. <laughs> why? I just I I didn't like him before, and 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 the longer he's in office, I'm seeing why he's just not. He's doing exactly what I thought he would. And I just Which don't like him what? or Ka Jack shit and Kamala. Oh, I, just see, don't, I feel like 
they're getting stuff done. It's just a hard environment to do it. They're getting stuff done, but not for the group that they promised they would help. I knew uh, they were just feeding the blacks. Who do you think they're helping? Or who, uh, who do you think I, they're not helping? Let me ask that. Because I don't the think George, it's them. I don't, I it's not them, going. but they're not, they're not as vocal as they were before they got the votes, which I'm not surprised. I knew it would happen. But it's just it's so aggravating to see the black vote get used like that. And then, you know, everybody's wishing on a star. And I knew it wasn't going to happen like that. Okay, and I told wait, everybody so to vote you, for Kanye. <laughs> what do you wish was happening right now? What are you disappointed that's not happening, like specifically? The George Floyd bill being rejected so quickly was a disappointment. Um, uh, school systems. A lot of the stuff they were saying about addressing public schooling in lower income areas is not being addressed. Uh, just a lot of programs they said would happen. Just none of none of that stuff is even being spoken about. I don't I don't expect to get past like real quick, but it's just. It's annoying. Isn't, I don't like it. My impression is like that's all part of Biden's bill, all those things that is not getting passed because Republicans are just, well, and Democrats are being really difficult about it. I read some of the bill and most of the, I didn't see anything in it that, uh, I just didn't see anything that really addressed the issues that are going on in certain communities. I know it, it's a, it's like a broad, it's a broad brush he's painting with for a lower income, but it's not. Just don't use the, the, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't like the way they use that, that sympathy. Like, oh, we hear you, we're going to help you. And then they're going to pass something, but it won't trickle down to the very crowd whose votes you used. I just don't like See, that part. I just don't think it's them that's not like, that's causing the issue. It is. Is Kamala still? Where is she? Uh, is she still? She still have I a job? She she went to. <laughs> I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her since November. <laughs> no, she's been doing. <laughs> I actually have to say, I follow her on Instagram. Pretty sure. I think I do at least. And I would she think I would see more up. Yeah, she does. I just looked it up. I mean, how, m- I'm how many sure followers? She is. <laughs> I'm sure she's not the one doing the post. 16.1 million. Light. Kylie has 270. Well, here's another one, and it's 17.5 million. There's Vice President Kamala Harris, and then there's Kamala Harris. Neither one is touching King Kylie. Although, after what happened last week, she may lose a couple. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> she may lose a few. What happened? <laughs> her baby daddy, because they're not married, and she keeps having kids with him. I told her to wait yeah, for like me. Yeah, like she's but... pregnant with her second child with his baby, right? Yeah, and her and he is Travis Scott, uh, mediocre R and B hip hop performer, but he appeals to a younger generation. So maybe that's why I don't like him. Anyway, he made Sicko Mode. For anybody listening, it has Drake he on made it. What? Sicko Mode. You never heard it? It was like the biggest song that came out in 2018. Oh, okay, got it. It's yeah. a song. It's, no, yeah, the I'm most sorry. popular rap song. I just, 
okay, keep going. And then I'm going to tell you the most disturbing thing ever. Keep going. (laughs) Well, he has a festival in Houston, his home, his birthplace, called Astroworld. It's based on some stupid-ass amusement park in Texas, Houston, whose ass we just kicked in the World Series. What? Anyway, he throws a festival in Houston, but there was... The capacity was a hundred thousand, I be- I believe, but like two closer to two hundred showed up, and then there was a a stampede when him and Drake got on stage, and people so charged Drake the stage. Was there too? Yeah, for sicko mode. He's Drake is on that song, and it, it was oh. it was a it was a really huge song, like it was number one for weeks. Mm-hmm. So they got on stage and they performed that song, and that song in itself, just the sound of that song is I don't want to say riot inducing. But it's just so, the bass in it, it just makes you want to jump and, like, do something stupid. So I get that part. But anyway, they charged the stage, and, like, 10 people were trampled and killed, two being under 16 years old. And now he's about to Yeah, one was 10. 10, yeah. And he's about to get sued by so many people. But (laughs) how can they even sue him? Like, how is it his fault? Not necessarily his fault, but when he saw the paramedics in the crowd, he kept performing. Mm. And there's video there's video of him seeing people faint and he kept performing and that's not gonna look good in the litigation. Got it. And I don't think there was enough police there. And it was it and, was just it was and, a shit and show. He's the one who organized it. He didn't organize it, but he's he's the richest person there, so he will be punished for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's his it's his event. <laughs> yeah, he's throwing it, so he has somebody yeah. has to be responsible, right? But it was it's just a sad, sad story. Yeah, that sucks. It is sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just seems so weird, like so odd. I don't know. That freaks me out too. Like music midtown. Daniel and I were talking about this. How there was one year where we were pretty far up. And people did, they like locked arms and just started moving forward. Mm. And and it was really scary. Um, they do that all the time. Play. Yeah. I don't know. But this is how I know I'm old. I'm just not into that anymore at all. I mean, yeah, I stopped going to Music Midtown when I started seeing like people that were just in homeroom the previous Friday. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I was just yeah, like, we sh- we shouldn't be in the same place. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I, I agree. I stopped going. I teach tenth graders, and they all like go, <laughs> and it's like, okay, I don't think we need to see each other at that event. Like that was yeah, that's, really awkward. It is. It's. It's. I don't know why that that seems very recent though. Because when I was in high school, music. Well, I don't know. It wasn't going on. But even when I was younger. Like in my early twenties, like I didn't think about going to music midtown. I thought that was for old people, but now the, I, the old young kids are going. When I was younger, the music festivals that were happening was like on the bricks. On the bricks, yeah, yeah, on the bricks. I right? Remember that. Yeah. I saw Hootie I, and the Blowfish. I remember <laughs> that. It, you remember that when it was free? Sure. Yeah, it, it was great. Yeah, was so I went. Fun. That was the first time I saw Maroon Five. You were there? Yeah. That is fucking crazy. I was there, too. Atlanta, honestly, used to be the most fun place in the summer because between those free concerts and um, 
And then Screen on the Green in Piedmont Park yep. was super fun. But I think someone got shot, and so they stopped it. That'll do it. Atlanta? Yeah, that'll do um, it. <laughs> no, I'm, like, remembering all these fun things that used to happen in the summer. Okay, so when I, you know, become, go to Congress and of course, yeah. I'm making my way up there, these mm-hmm. will be some of the changes I bring to. Bring back on the bricks. Yeah, <laughs> but get a way better name because that's just same. But no, because brick. it was there were bricks. No, you know, remember when? Like, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was cute, and it was free, so I didn't give a damn. Yeah, that was the best part, and they were yeah. good performers. Yeah, Maroon Five. I remember. Uh, it was a couple other groups. Counting Crows came one year. Oh yeah, I remember seeing them. Yeah, it was it was yeah, it was like real acts that used to come just because Atlanta was so cool and they just did it. Yeah. That'll never never happen again. They'll never perform for free again. Probably not, but we can hmm. I think they're gonna change the way they do music midtown after this. I think this Astro World event is gonna change a lot of festivals. Uh, and I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't want to freak people out, but I think they're going to change the way they do a lot of these festivals now. Yeah, <laughs> it will be I mean, I don't think bigger that's the worst thing in the world, to be honest. No. Well, there shouldn't have been children there. I'll say that. And yeah, that's... Uh, who is bringing their 10-year-old to that? I'm sorry, but... His is. music is not all ages. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's like just not. <laughs> if you can get in trouble for some of the things parents get in trouble for that may be one of the things where i'm like mm, i mean that was a really poor parenting decision yeah not a great idea but uh yeah so kylie just needs to be quiet because she's saying a lot of stuff and it's not going over well uh just well, stop what talking i just saw <laughs> was disturbing is a picture she posted of a huge diamond ring it, there's two diamonds on it and they've got to be like at least i mean her diamonds have to be at least like six to eight carats each probably more mm. and then her daughter is her daughter stormy is that her daughter yeah stormy her daughter mm. has a matching ring diamond ring how old is this mm. girl i'm pretty sure she's like leo's age like three um, I think so. Yeah, I think they, I think she actually is the same age. Her so. diamonds are probably about two carats in size. So this oh. three-year-old, and there's two of them. Like this is, that. It's so it, stupid. The, yeah, the caption is "Daddy got us matching rings." Wait, this was recent. It was posted on November second. November. Oh, that was before the the event. Okay. I thought she did this shit like today. I was just like, that was that was stupid. I mean, it's still stupid, but don't post that right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, I mean, it, these the... people like wonder why they get robbed. They just... <laughs> you just sounded so so fucking gangster. That was the Atlanta coming out of you. <laughs> <laughs> they wonder why we rob them. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it is like it's... what do you expect. Oh, man. Oh, before we get out of here, speaking of rich people, did you see the Mm -hmm. video with Jeff Bezos and Leonardo DiCaprio? No. 
Oh, man, you have once we're done, I'll explain it, but you have to watch it. So Jeff Bezos, who is the second richest person alive (laughs) after uh, Elon, he's at uh, some Gucci event with his girl. And then Mm -hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio walks up and the girl with Jeff Bezos is looking at Leo and she's in in amazement. She's looking up at him. She's in love. You could tell just the way she's looking at him. She forgot that she's not hit. She's there with Jeff. She's just staring at Leo. And all I could think was, this man is the second richest person on the planet. And DiCaprio is still about to take his girl from him. That is amazing. (laughs) Jack has some magic to him. That's all I have to say. Who the hell is Jack? Leo from um, Titanic. I never saw Titanic. What? I'm sorry. I knew how it ended. (laughs) Because... I knew how it ended. Was well, I'm not gonna sit there for three hours. I know how it ends. You have to and it's not watch good. that movie. No, you have uh, to watch yeah. that movie. It's a classic. That's, I watched the last twenty minutes, but I'm not watching three hours if I know how it's gonna end. Okay. Well, we'll yeah. discuss this more later. On that <laughs> note, I but I just thought know. it I thought it was awesome. Well, yeah, send me the video. I wanna see it. I send will send you the video. video. You should probably go be a mom. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to do now. Yeah. Woohoo. Okay. Congrats. Congrats to the Braves. Congrats. <laughs> we were cheering for you. We really thought you were going to screw it up, but the fact that you didn't is incredible. And wow, Atlanta Curtis just, has been broken. You just, you just ruined a very sweet moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acknowledging the fact that they didn't mess it up. Thanks, Mom. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Go raise a child or two. (laughs) Okay. Thanks. Yep. Bye. Bye.